episode 90 of The Virtual Couch. I'm your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father of four, ultra marathon runner, and creator of The Path Back, an online pornography addiction recovery program that is helping people reclaim their lives from pornography addiction. If you or anyone that you know is struggling with pornography addiction, please point them to pathbackrecovery.com. There you can download a short ebook that describes five common mistakes that people make when trying to overcome pornography addiction. Again, that's pathbackrecovery.com. Okay, before we get to today's interview, please take a quick second and head to TonyOverbay.com. You can sign up there somewhere in the middle of the page uh, to find out more about an uh, upcoming program that I'm working on on how to be happy. And you can follow The Virtual Couch uh, at Virtual Couch on Instagram. And you can find out about today's show on my Facebook page, Tony Overbay, Licensed and Marriage Family Therapist. And today's interview with my special guest, my wonderful daughter, McKinley, is on my Virtual Couch YouTube channel. So you can go there and watch the interview if you are so inclined. And while you're there, please subscribe and thumbs up and like and all of that good stuff. Okay, and I hope for those of you who are in the U.S. or U.S. folks abroad, anyone who celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope yours was wonderful. And on that note, I made a bit of a big deal on my episode last week, the one on gratitude. And at the beginning of that episode, I did some fun facts about Thanksgiving, which was something I had done last year as well. Um, but I did some, some fun facts that a small percentage of people dressed up for Thanksgiving. And I made a couple of jokes about dressing up in a turkey costume, perhaps as a pilgrim. And my wife was actually the first, but not the last, to text me and say that uh, what it meant, uh, meant was dressing up not just in sweats and a t-shirt, that it meant dressing up as in dressing up and looking nice when you come to Thanksgiving dinner, um, not necessarily as a turkey and or pilgrim. So first, I did feel a little bit silly, but then I justified to her that the article I was reading was full of graphics. And for example, when they said how long it would take to burn off your Thanksgiving calories, it showed a cartoon of a guy who was just dying on a treadmill. And when it showed the percentage, uh, the number of people who dressed up, it did in fact show a guy in a pilgrim costume. Granted, it was a cartoon, uh, a drawing, but it did show a guy in a pilgrim costume. So admittedly, in that moment, I was all in on people dressing up as their favorite um, Thanksgiving character while they were eating their Thanksgiving dinner. So it uh, looks like I missed that one. So I'm not so full of pride to say that uh, that I um, that I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. But I did say that I felt a tiny bit justified by my uh, my concept of what it meant to dress up as Thanksgiving. And maybe we can start a tradition. Maybe next year I will come to Thanksgiving dinner dressed up in a pilgrim costume. So my guest today, it is my second daughter, McKinley Overbay. She goes by Mackie, and we cover that at one point on the podcast. And I know it's um, absolutely nepotism to have the host daughter on the podcast, but honestly, I would love to have her and all of my kids, my wife, anyone um, on more, if it will be anything like what Mackie was like on this episode. As you probably read in the episode description and you'll hear in the in the episode, um, Mackie has been pretty open about her struggles with, uh, with depression since an uh, Instagram post that she made a little over seven months ago. And I don't want to spoil anything in the episode, but for those who have and do suffer with depression, you know that it doesn't just happen one day. So needless to say, this is something that my wife and I have been aware of for a long time. And there have been some times where it is truly... it. Um, Oh boy, I, uh, somebody's cutting onions in the room here. Uh, it's a little emotional. It, it truly has, um, it's broken my heart to see um, what she's been going through uh, and wanting desperately to help, but uh, sometimes not feeling like we know what to do. And um, somebody in the mental health field is, 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 would that be my job? 
you you can know what you would tell a client or the parents of a client. You know from sitting in front of just hundreds and hundreds of people that suffer with this exact, you know, I mean, and no two people's depression honestly are alike, but knowing what to say, no, I mean, knowing that I may have the training, the clinical training or um, the, again, just sitting in front of people. But then when you're working with somebody that you care about so much that, uh, um, that you love so much, you can just feel helpless at times. And uh, then you'll realize that uh, this isn't about you, that, you know, they're the ones that are truly in pain and you just want to sit there with them and just do whatever you can to, to help them know that things are going to be okay, that they're going to be able to get through um, whatever whatever it is that they're going through. So uh, I guess I just bring it up to say that a lot of the feedback I get is a lot of it is just about, oh, it must be great to, I don't know, for my wife, I've, there are people that want her on the, the podcast and to hear what that's like. And Mackie and I joke about that a little bit because, you know, oh, that I must be fluent in EFT all the time or extremely empathetic or those sort of things. Or it must be great to have the skills or the tools to help people in my own family. And again, sure, it's nice to feel like you know what you're supposed to do, but it's an entirely different thing to say those things and then feel like they aren't helping. And uh, especially with somebody who who you just care about so so much. So I initially was going to bring her on just to read a post. She was home for Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving break from college. And I was going to bring her on just to read a post that she actually posted on World Mental Health Day in October. And I just thought the, the post was, it's honestly, it's beautiful. And uh, she does read that. And if you do follow um, my Instagram or uh, Facebook accounts, I gave a little bit of a snippet there. I, I actually recorded her reading that and posted that. But uh, I wanted to have her read it and just talk for a little bit about this post that she did on World Mental Health Day back on October 10th, I think it was. But then we just started talking, and I feel like she shared so much good information about what it what it was like for her as a teenager um, struggling with uh, depression, why it was so difficult for her to open up to others, um, what helped her, uh, what she liked or didn't like about how we as her parents tried to help. And I love it. She was really honest about that, um, what it was like opening up to friends and what her life has been like since opening up. And, uh, and honestly, about the struggles that even um, kind of understanding depression more and getting some of the help that she needs or, uh, be, like I say, being open about it, knowing that that doesn't mean that it's gone, knowing that there, she can still have uh, ups and downs. And, uh, and, in, in it, and even in those times, not 100% sure what to do with them. But so I just feel like she shared so much good information that uh, this kind of turned into a little bit more of a long form interview and I couldn't wait to share it. So, um, and again, not just because she's my daughter. So, okay. With that said, uh, I, let's just get to the interview with my daughter, McKinley, AKA Mackie Overbay. So I will, I will, I will edit things right at the beginning. So then, so we'll come into like now. The first thing I notice is casual Friday, right? I've never done a podcast with uh, jeans on. Really? Yeah. What do you think? I'm kind of honored to be a part of this first segment. Yeah. There was one I think where we did, I had shorts on. Um, Could you see them? I don't think so. Yeah. Because it was kind of frightening because my legs were very white. And the guest (laughs) that I had, he had these very hairy legs. You don't have uh, any here on your No, exactly. It's a whole other story, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so my guest is my daughter, McKinley Overbay. Mackie, welcome to the virtual couch. Thank you. Not even on a couch. No. It's different. Real was chairs, expecting. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's okay. Um, the, the thing that's like, I'm ner- I'm ner- more nervous than when I'm talking to like heads of state, uh, global politicians. I don't really talk to any of those. 
But because all of a sudden, I'm like, man, what if this is Mackie's big chance to just out her dad as a as a complete fraud and lunatic, right? On the podcast. I guess I just wouldn't record. I wouldn't yeah, you air it. No, yourself, yeah, no. That's no, a good point. Because this is up to you. So okay, so I think we're safe, okay. right? Um, but but it was funny to me as I I will get I will get um, email I'll get feedback and there are people that really want mom on the podcast. Can you you should that? do that. Oh, I go try. She's a fun time. I know, but she won't because they want to know. And it's funny to me because the questions are sometimes like, "Hey, we'd love to know what it's like to be married to a therapist." And my wife's like, uh, "Your mom, Wendy, yeah. uh, says <laughs> she's like, they, you know, you don't want to just give me that free reign. You know, what does that mean, <laughs> right? I don't know. No, she really doesn't say that. She just says that she doesn't want to and she's shy and that sort of thing. So, but now here you are. Mm-hmm. So, first family member. It only yes. took ninety something episodes to get you on. So, but I almost feel like if I ask you, Mackie, what was it like growing up with the dad as a therapist? You're gonna have you're gonna be like obligated. You're gonna have to say it was wonderful and amazing. No, but I honestly think it was. Okay. Oh, please okay. tell me more. I really do. Because okay. like you're very you were very good at separating being a dad and a therapist. Very nice to hear. Yes. Okay. You knew when to like turn that on and when to just be a dad. Okay. Which I feel like I've talked to you about before. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. So it's good because you you know obviously how the mind works. You know all that stuff. So it's like you're a very good voice of reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in no, that's nice to hear. All right. And I'm not just, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm being serious. I just, a lot of the things that I talk about um, constantly are empathy and that you can't, you know, nobody wants to be should on, you know, you should do this, you should do that. And as a parent, mm-hmm. you want to say that stuff all the time, yeah. obviously. Right. But I mean, at the, at, at the end of the day, um, I don't know, as a teenager, you want to be heard, not told what to do. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. And you're very good at that balance and like oh. figuring that out. I always say that, tell me if I go overboard on this. A lot of times with the, either in sessions, and I've probably said it on podcasts where I would talk about you know, I just would go up and, and lay on my kid's floor and just ask them, tell me about your day. Tell me about your whatever. And I feel like when I think about that, I think about doing that in your room. Yeah. And those are some of like my favorite memories that I have. Like oh, nice. when I'd be in school, yeah. college, like I'd, oh. you know, I'd be like, oh, there's no one to just come lay on my floor now. <laughs> sometimes I would feel like, okay, you know, here's a, sometimes it would be a little bit hard to find some space on the floor to lay on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my room clean. No, you do. It's very wonderful now. I mean, a lot, a lot going on, very busy, and I swear. But I would feel like every now and again, I would open the door, come up from work, and I would start finding a little space and sit down. Yeah, you kind of just make your little Right. Room. But I would almost feel like you were kind of going, like, oh, not now, old man. I you would know. every time. But would you? Like, I love it. Five minutes into it, then I'd be like, all right. Okay. You start talking, and it'd be okay. <laughs> okay. Because sometimes I think I would even just say, I'm just going to hang out. Right. Yeah, and I say, okay. Okay. Oh, see, this is good. That's a legitimate answer that you're yeah. like, no, oh, no, no, I did. I didn't think that but was, then it was great. okay. Yeah, that was very fun. I yeah. enjoyed that a lot. Um, so, okay, a couple of quick things, too. First of all, I love that uh, Matthew <laughs> said, hey, can I sit on this side? And I said, yeah, sure. And then I had to tell her, being very vulnerable and authentic. I've never sat on this side over here. But then Matthew said, no, I've got a good side. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. You know, you're saying that. But then your quote was, why do you have a good side, Matthew? I have two different noses. Okay. And where, but, and I was going to say, no, you don't. You, you look great because that's what a dad does. Right. Which I really think so you do. Kind of you. Right. Thank you. But you said it's because of? My Frisbee incident. The Frisbee. What happened? What was your Frisbee incident, Mac? Don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> no. we can get you on the couch. Freshman year. Yeah. I was at a cross country meet. So I was sitting down eating a bagel. Okay. Just trying to Carving eat a bagel. Up. Right. Getting ready. Yep. And then out of nowhere, Frisbee just hits me in the nose. Oh. And my nose bleeds for like almost 30 minutes. Man. And now there's a bump on this side and not on this side. So I have a good nose on this side and not on that side. And when you just look at me, they look the same. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I am They're very wrong. Different. Okay. Two different noses, Frisbee incident. Uh, but so, yeah. So my daughter, McKinley, uh, nicknamed Mackie. I always wanted 
you know, I, I think I tried to call you Mickey when you were little, but you went, you That's went Mickey. That's the story I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I tried to go with Mickey. I thought that'd be really cute. When you were, why you went? My understanding of it is just you called me Mickey and Mac. Yeah. And then somewhere, I don't know if it was me or if it just somewhere along the line that became Mackie. Okay. And I hate it. You do? I don't, yeah, I hate it, but. We tried to get it to change time too, right? But yeah. it was just everybody knew you as Mackie? Yeah. Okay. So then even going into college, I was like, I'm McKinley and oh. I'm Mackie. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't get, is that working? There are a couple people that call me McKinley, but okay. like, it's Mackie. So we'll go back and I'll dub out every time it says Mackie, it'll be all <laughs> McKinley, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm part will sound kind of silly. Okay, acceptance. And yes, exactly. Therapy. There you go. Yes, um, soon turn 19, birthday, December 24th. I have to ask, what was that like? I don't have a birthday. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, I'm all sad. No, yeah. I, my birthday was no, yeah, breakfast. True. I, I had about three hours. Birthday so breakfast. I get like three hours and then it's Christmas time. December, and that's okay. Yeah, December 24th, we would always do Mackie's birthday breakfast. Yep. And it was crepes, crepes and everybody would come over. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, but we, I want you to know, your mother and I did separately, especially this is what your mom wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Tons of gifts for birthday, tons of gifts for Christmas. Maybe the dad was the one saying, I always think a few of those Christmas gifts. Oh, really? I mean, maybe. Really? But so, but so, <laughs> you know, your sainted mother was saying, no, we need to go overboard on your birthday and Christmas. I really appreciate Christmas. that. Yeah, so the do you know that you were actually your due date was you were gonna yeah, be a wife? Yeah, wife you came in. I'm really good. I'm really I love being a nineties baby. Okay, my born in the nineties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you remember it well, right? Um <laughs> so you're current currently a freshman at BYU Idaho studying yes. what? Elementary education. Okay, and you were literally home for Thanksgiving after just a couple months there, your first semester. How's it going? Good. Yeah. How's Idaho? It's cold. It's really cold, I've heard. It's it's the worst. I don't like the cold. Yeah. But you like where you're at. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah. And yeah, it's been good. It's just, I don't like going outside. Yeah. Because right now you said it's the coldest so far been 11? 11 degrees. And yeah. I walked in my class at 8.30 in the morning. And you t- uphill? Yeah. No jacket? No, I wear a jacket. Okay. I'll just set the table so when you have kids someday, it'll be, I walked uphill in the snow both ways. Oh, no jacket. I should have no gone that Yeah. Then yeah. you'll get there. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so it's super cold. Uh, it's in Rexburg, which mm-hmm. I think the joke is that some people call Iceberg. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But is that not a very funny joke when you're there? No. When we dropped your older sister off a couple of years ago, it was negative for the whole week. And I'd never been in negatives. I've never experienced negatives. You're going terrified. to. Yeah. yeah I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah. Your room with your sister. How's that? It's really good. She's never there, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> when she is there, it's good. Okay. Oh, that's so neat. Has college been what you had hoped it would be? Is it what's different about college than what you anticipated? It's weird because it's it's a lot more like high school, just in the classes. Uh-huh. Like I don't know, for some reason I expected it'd be it feel different, but like it doesn't. Like okay, I, I don't know what you're saying. It's super harder or all of a sudden like, Yeah, you know, it's a lot more work. Uh-huh. But I don't know. The the atmosphere of it is different though because people want to be there. Yeah. Which I like. Because yeah. in high school it's like you know, you kind of have to be there for the most part. And then college is like you're paying for your classes. So people are more, know, more into it. They're more yeah. yeah. Which I like because then everyone's just kind of nice to each other, supportive of each other. Because yeah. we're all just like, you know, we all have so much going on that it's, I don't know. Everybody's kind of in it together. Yeah, exactly. And they want to be there and they want to be yes. in it together for the most part. So that part, I didn't see that coming. Okay. Because you don't, do not necessarily have the troublemakers in class. Not at all. Is that wild? Yeah. Because yeah. you, I, like growing up, I just feel like that's, part of everything but like it's not okay There's, you know that yeah just doesn't happen no that's nice i mean that it is. is nice yeah yeah um and you know what why don't we jump into this and then we'll get to the i want to talk about your instagram posts and one of the big reasons i want to have you on it'll be in the it'll actually be in the 
description. So it's not like where this is the big reveal, right? I want to talk a little yeah. bit about depression, but you're in, is the, is your major elementary education or what is it actually called? Yeah, it's literally elementary education. Okay. So I like talking about how did you come to that? So we take us back in, in McKinley's, the way back time machine. At one point, you wanted to be a marine biologist. Remember that? For a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> and you even do. Well, of course, you remember this, but you you went through a whole series of um, interviews, and you won. What was that thing where you went to Davis? It was a, a STEM oh, tech trip. Thing? Tech trip. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like all these women who were um, in the science fields, right? Yeah. And it was like, and that's where you were heading. Mm-hmm. And and so I mean, so at one point, I mean, that was what I you was like very to do. serious about that. And then I scuba diving. Oh yeah, you got that. scuba certified. Yeah. You and mom did yeah. that. Do you know why I didn't do it? Do you ever know? Because you can't swim. That's part of it. <laughs> That's a big part of it. Yeah. I literally can't swim. We have a pool, right? Yeah, um, that. I'm very frightened of the water. I am now, actually. Are you? Okay. I enjoyed it when I was 12. And then, I don't know. One day I was like, wow. Actually, no. Mom got stuck on some kelp one time. And then I got Oh, the old kelp incident, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I would always do the whole thing of like, no, that's something uh, you went to you and Mackie can bond over that. But then I just, really? I was like, oh, so I was so scared. Yeah. I was, uh, how old were you when you got scuba certified? Eighth grade? Seventh grade? Seventh grade? 13, 14, something like that? Jake's 14, so yeah. like 12 or 13. Okay, yeah, yeah. wild. That yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, and you guys went on dives off the Channel Islands, and I remember we went to Monterey. But yeah, yeah so I forgot. Yeah, so you were you were going to be a marine biologist, and you right. love penguins. Yes, still do. Okay, and I remember we went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and we would watch the penguin stuff over and over, and mm-hmm. we, right? And yeah, and I like talked to someone one time about yep. it. And I had a dolphin training phase. Like I talked to someone about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that was, that's where you were headed. But then that went through a little period where were you not quite sure what you wanted to do or was there really nothing in particular? I don't even remember. I just know I really want to do that. And then I think once I kind of got over the scuba diving stuff Yeah. and I was like, oh, that's kind of important. Yeah. So then I. I so know. tell me about though, I don't remember what got you, you started tutoring. And what, when did you, why did you start tutoring? Was it just money, job, filthy lucre? No. So I, so my junior year of high school, school, yes, I was a year ahead in math, Uh just from humble brag. I wasn't good at it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to take calculus. Wow. AP calculus as a junior. And I cannot do math. I'm not, it's not, I can't do it. The whole time you're ahead a year, you're like, does anybody else see that? I have no idea what I was going. Yeah. But they were just like, yeah. So. I was in the class for two days and then I was like, I cannot do this. Oh. And so I dropped the class after two days. Okay. Um, but it was, we had a block schedule and it was every single day. It was like a two period class. And so, wow. um, so I needed, I had, you know, two class periods I had to fill up then. So I went and like talked to Taylor, my cousin, and yeah. she was in this ROP graphics and animation class. That was two classes happened to be the same time my calculus class was. So I was like, okay, I'll just take that. I won't take a math. I don't worry about that senior year. Okay. So then I was in this pointless class that I had no interest in, the graphics animation thing. But I, was I never knew you really didn't want to do it. Oh, I had, I had no oh, interest okay. whatsoever, but I was with Taylor. Pretty so clever little projects. I did. It was yeah. fun time. Yeah. Okay. So we had like fun there. And then Taylor was tutoring. Like she had been doing that as a job. And she was just like, hey, you should come do it. Like I'm, you know, I'm by myself this day and like you should just come do it. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, you know, yeah. a little bit of money, I'll yeah. do it. So I just went and signed up and started tutoring. Like, okay. And what the age group was what? Um, third through fifth grade okay. that year. And you've done babysitting and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But what was different about tutoring? Because I remember you, you loved it, right? I, it pretty quick, right? Yeah. I don't even know. It's just something like, 
I've never been around that age of kids, I feel like. Like, babysitting is just so different, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just, like, I mean, Taylor and I would go in there. They'd get all excited. And it's, like, we would literally just, you know, do rounds helping one kid after the other. And just, like, teaching them, helping them, like, with whatever, you know, not just that stuff. And I just, I don't know. I just, like, fell in love with it. I just... Well, I remember, so are you comfortable talking about you You had shared a couple of experiences where you started to understand what some of the kids were going through in their home? Yeah. And you felt like that you, I think I felt like you all of a sudden had this uh, epiphany of, man, teachers can really make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where so was that? I think that so there's like a couple of different little ones that I can like quickly say. So there was like one girl, they'd gone like a field trip uh-huh. and she just like, you know, they'd always, they'd tell me about their day every time. The second I walked in, they'd all like, you know. Yeah. And so she like came up to me and she was all like excited. Almost. She was like, I had an anxiety attack. And I was like, oh, wow. oh like, okay. And she was like telling me about it. And like on the bus and she had to like step out and, you know, our teacher just sat there trying to like calm her down or whatever. And, and so I just like kind of told, you know, I was like, okay, well, if that ever happens, like, let me know. And then it ended up happening like we were just in there and she would, she would kind of refer to it as she was overheating. Like oh, that was her way of saying okay. it. And so she had this talent. She's like, Becky, I'm overheating. And I'd be like, okay, come on. And I'd bring, like, I'd bring her outside and we would just do breathing stuff. Like wow. mindfulness breathing stuff. I would, okay. you know, I'd sit like through that and like just talk her through that type of thing. Wait, wait, all the stuff that you used to say you did not care for when yes, I would try to force it upon you. Yes, I'm not a fan of mindfulness. You're very kind though to do, you would still put up with some of it. Yeah. Okay. So I would just do that with her. And then there's another girl that like, you know, not sure if it was totally happening, but then she would act like she would use the phrase overheating as well, you okay. know, and she'd go with it just and she'd come outside with us. And like that, you know, it ended up happening a few times um, throughout that year. And so it's like, yeah, I just realized like in that moment, you know, it was like a little thing that, you know, just, I was just teaching some little things for, you know, just yeah. the helpful tools or whatever. And then um, there was another day that there was just this one girl that just, I mean, she was picking a fight with everybody and like, she was just so upset and uh, I, you know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, right. I do. And, and she was like talking to another um, kid in the class and she ended up crying and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, Hey, why don't we just come outside? And I brought her outside and just like started talking to her and she had like opened up to me, you know, she's a third grader. Wow. Um, and she just told me all about like this broken family that she came from and how she hadn't seen her dad in this song. Her mom was doing, you know, like just all this, this crazy story that like, I don't know. I just, I never, thought about a third grader dealing with that yeah. before you know sure I, like or that they'd be that impacted by it and so you know I didn't know what to say but like I just I just talked to her I just hugged her I told you know I was like I'm your friend like I'll be your, you know and it's yeah. like um I don't know we just had like a good little conversation and then from that day forward it's like she just kind of had a different attitude and she'd like walk in there not looking to pick a fight and she'd like you know she'd want to tell me about her day and she'd she liked talking to me. She'd ask me to go outside sometimes and just, you know, and it's just yeah. like that little thing where it's like, I don't know, she's in third grade, but she still just kind of needed a friend, needed yeah. someone, you know, to know she needed empathy, she validation, she had, validation. Exactly. Right? And yeah. so, I don't know. So, yeah, just little things like that, like, totally changed my perspective on teachers just because, like, I wasn't a big fan of school and I, yeah. you know, but it's like, you don't realize how much of an impact people like that in your life have, you know, even yeah. at like that young age. I love that. Yeah. So it was like a whole new light. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. The, so the empathy part, do you feel like, I mean, you've always been pretty good with that anyway. You, you, you've, you've had friends come to you and, and ask for help or advice or, I mean, you feel like that comes natural or you feel like that's something that you had to develop over time? I feel like it's a little bit of both. And I feel like part of it even goes back to the having a dad as a therapist. Oh. Thing, just because <laughs> I feel like that has always been 
don't know, like, like enforced is kind of an aggressive word, but like enforced, you know, sure. in our house, it's like, that's, yeah, we're, we're empathetic we're, people, you know, we yeah. like, we listen. And um, <laughs> so I feel like part of that was just, I don't know, growing up with you guys as my parents. And then, I don't know, I have just like, I think part of it is just kind of natural because people always feel like I'm a good listener right. type of thing, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know. And then I think when someone first told me that, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. And yeah. then it's like, I would work on it. Like yeah. if someone was talking to me, I would like consciously make an effort to make sure I was being a good okay, listener. So I love yeah. that you bring that out because I do feel like a lot of that is sometimes, and it's, it's almost sad to look back and say, we need permission to kind of nurture some of those things that maybe we would like to be better at. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, when you're young, you don't, you're, you're so nervous about, well, if I kind of go all in on trying to be a good listener or be a good friend or, you know, that will somebody think I'm doing it wrong or that I'm not yes. good at it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I remember somebody telling me when I was in high school that I was good at doing the announcements and that I should be a public speaker. One person said that. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. And I was like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. Right. So like, from that day forward, it's like, I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, when you're when you talking about the growing up, when you were saying that, yeah. the therapist thing, do you remember how you guys would mercilessly tease me for trying to teach you EFT skills? Emotionally yeah, focused we therapy? EMT, we did, yes. Yeah, we changed the letters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of know it's a joke, but yeah, I, I, remember, I, remember when, I remember the spaghetti factory, Newport beach <laughs> on vacation oh, and the whole yeah, family there. Yeah. Remember that? I'm like, no, no guys, come on. Like, let me just like, try to be serious oh. about it. And we were just, yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah. the, you know, Matthew's not doing EMT. I'm like, it's not EMT. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember oh that. gosh, you guys got me. That was a good one. That was funny. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. That was, you know, it's, it's probably okay. didn't like that. No, I did. <laughs> it's funny. You know, at least we were talking. Right. Yes. It was a good one. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the one of the, the one of the and I saw you. Thanks for going on the part about the teacher. Okay, one really quick thing too. I cannot believe when I talk to you when you're at school, and I didn't realize that when you're learning how to be a teacher, that you're literally learning how to like do stuff with little kids and how to teach them, right? So I mean, isn't part of the homework where have we joked about you're doing uh, construction paper and crayons? Yeah. And I mean, have you gotten like, into much of that yet? Yeah. So in my geography class, we have we get like this workbook packet every week, and uh-huh. it's like. There's part of it that's all this, you know, it requires a lot of work and effort and answering questions and all of that. But then half of it is literally just you color and label your maps. And that's like, that is a big part of it because it's like those little things are so important. It makes sense. Yeah. And then we go in that class as well. We have these like um, lesson plan presentations that we have to do. Uh So you have to come up with a lesson plan and then demonstrate like the little activity you do. You have to bring treats in. Like I was, yeah, yeah. joke. I was gonna say like, oh, I would be bringing snacks and like. No, uh, you you have to like it's you have to it's okay. part of it. How cool is that? It's super cool because then you get the like it's not easy like we have all the hard you know learning yeah. stuff but then there's also this side of it where you're literally learning how to you know like let these kids have fun yeah. while learning and stuff. So it's yeah. If you went in there and said, hey, for the first fifteen minutes, uh, I think we should all do a nap. Would that go over well? The presentations are always supposed to be five minutes, so oh, maybe, but, yeah, but you know, okay, I could try it. Like you know, okay, no, that's good. <laughs> Um, but so one of the, one of the things that I really was excited to bring you on is, um, and I wrote down the notes here on October 10th, which was world mental health day. Um, and you, you've been pretty open about on your social media accounts. You've Mm -hmm. been pretty open about having some struggles with depression or would you say you've been pretty open? I mean, at one point you then said, Hey, here's what I'm dealing with. I guess that wasn't too long ago, right? Yeah. Was it, it was in the senior year high school? okay so there was one yeah there was one day that I just decided like I just really I don't know I felt like it was something I would be okay with like talking about yeah um just because I still like like started opening up to more of my friends yeah and I was exactly like, well, what's, and I noticed how it was 
okay. kind of more of a positive thing. Yes. And so then I was like, why not just throw it out there? Yeah. And like, so that was May 20th that I first like May 20th. posted something. Do you, do you, do you, is that something you mind reading? Yeah, I can. Okay, what would you post that day? Um, so I just said, um, sort of the quote, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. And then I just said, today I was re- reminded that we all go through things, every single one of us. A little over three years ago, I was diagnosed with clinical depression and anxiety. It's something I deal with every day and something that hasn't been easy and is something I've chosen to keep to myself and a few close others until recently. But I've learned that I'm not alone in it. We are never alone. Life is not easy and that's Okay but we need to be there for each other always. We all have stories and there's nothing wrong with sharing them. We all have good days and we all have bad days and that's okay. Choose kindness always because you never know um, what those around you are going through. And then I showed a picture of the bracelet I have with a little sun on it. And I yeah. just said, I wear a bracelet with a sun charm on it every single day um, as a reminder that there's light in every day and in every moment. There is good in today. Look for it. And remember that brighter days are coming. The sun always rises. And then I just said, more kindness, more love. Oh, and that, and that was... I mean, yeah, I, the response was overwhelming. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I like, I don't know. I figured maybe, you know, my friends would say something or, yeah. but I had like, I had so many people that I hadn't talked to in years or that I barely knew, like reaching out to me and just saying, um, like just kind of thanking me for it and saying that like, I don't know. Cause you know, on social media, everyone posts the good stuff and right. you know, everyone knows that. And so it's like, I had a couple of people saying that like, your life seems so perfect. Everything seems so perfect. It's like, it was so comforting to see that, like, you know, that yeah. I, I deal with crazy stuff too. And it's not, you know, and, yeah. and it was just, I don't know. So that was eye opening to me then that like everyone deals with stuff. Yeah. They really do. Don't talk about it, but everybody is dealing with stuff. And so that, I feel like after that post, that was like, I don't know. I feel like I, like I'm all about kindness, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like I kind of just became like an advocate for kindness after that. And that's just been like, I don't know, again, with the good listening thing, it's something that then once I realized that was something I I was trying to work on, it's like I just kept working on that. And it's like, I've said, you know, I've mentioned, like, I just feel like I'm a much kinder person yeah. now than yeah. I was before. And it's like, I don't know, that's kind of a little side note, but no, that's it's something good. that I've, I've worked on. It's and so I've good. Like, yeah, yeah, I've tried to make a characteristic of mine. Okay, which which is, uh, it shows when people say, but no, it's just who I am you can, with that awareness, you can work on that, yeah. right? So if your goal is being kind, you can still have, you're going to have the feelings. You're going to get angry, yeah. frustrated, whatever. But then, you know. If you kind of make that a priority and yeah. you work on that, it's like, so I feel like I just, yeah, I've tried to, I don't know, work on that and make it a priority. And I do truly feel like it's now. Kind of becoming, kind of your, becoming in your DNA, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what I forgot about with that was, you know, it, what was so wonderful for, for me to see you post that was, obviously as a dad, but it was the therapist in me too, that when I am laying on your floor and we are talking about, you know, opening up to your friends or when you would feel at times like your friends were, not that you would say they aren't there for me, but it was basically like, they don't get it. Or if you were really feeling down and we would say, man, just go be with your friends. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and you were like, they won't understand, or they're going to ask me why. And you would just kind of, I think that was when you were worried that if they know that I'm depressed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and not that it's, you know, again, not a productive thought to think, man, if I would only let them know earlier, and who knows? I mean, everybody's yeah. kind of matures differently and maybe they would have handled it differently. Or, But I mean, I do feel like that, that at its core, would you tell us, what would you tell somebody now if they were listening, which a lot of people are going to be listening, right? And, right? I don't, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of people will be listening. And if they're in, if somebody in high school or if it's a parent who has a teenager and they're going to say, hey, listen to this. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say about that? Opening up to friends or being more vocal about 
some of the struggles? What would you say now? I just, I feel like there's no harm in doing it because like, I know there's all this stigma with like, you know, mental health stuff, but I don't know. I just feel like for me, it was like, I, this, okay. For me, it's like, it's clinical. It's like, mm. it's in my brain. It's like, you know, yeah. it's just this thing that's like always there, but it's, it doesn't define me. It's not a part of me. Right. So it was just kind of accepting that and realizing that, um, like, this is something I have to deal with. And it's something that I will most likely deal with for the majority of my life. And it's like, you know, yeah, that sucks, but you kind of just have to accept that it is what it is and then try to do the most productive things that you can with it. So then for me, I realized that was, you know, opening up about it. And then, so it's like, once I had accepted it and become comfortable with the fact that it was a trial I would have to deal with, I had no problem opening up about it and just being like, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And, and it's like, you know, we're all human beings and people are way more empathetic than you think they'll be. Right. So I felt like once I did open up, it's like, first of all, a lot of my friends already kind of had a suspicion or whatever, but it's like, once I had opened up about it, then they felt like they could kind of be there for me more. And well, okay. And I like that because I do feel like people at their core do want to help, but often they don't know what to do. And if you don't even give them the opportunity to do anything, it's like, it's just, it's not productive for anybody. So I feel like opening up about it, then open that door um, for communication and then for them to be there for me, which then allowed me to be there for them. You know, it's just like the whole thing. And so I would just, yeah. So I would just say like, it's really hard to open up about it. And it's not easy. And some people might think of you differently or look at you differently, but it's like, I think it's so worth it to just be open about it and be vulnerable and be able to have like those conversations with people. And then, you know, as cheesy as it is, it's like the people that really do care I was say around and yeah. they'll do everything in their power to be there for you and help you. And, you know, so it's in a weird way, it almost then kind of helps weed out. Like I was going to say, in the herd. It yeah, does. exactly. It, it does in a productive way though. And, yeah. and, and then no judgment on people if they don't know what to do with it or they can't handle it. Exactly. Who knows? I mean, yeah. They probably have their own other stuff that they're dealing exactly. with. And if they, yeah, then someday they'll, they'll probably realize, wow, I could have, I should have been there. I could have opened yeah. up or that, you know, that, that yeah. sort of thing. I really like that though. The, um, so you're saying that you, yeah, you would say, Hey, talk about it, open up. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah. It's one of those things you just kind of have to throw it out there. Like, I don't know, again, another kind of side note, but like, cause it was so hard for me to talk about. And it's like, so I just, I just typed out that, you know, for yeah. that thing, I just typed that out. I read it to you guys and I was like, is that okay? And then I literally just like three, two more posted it. Yeah. And then I just put my phone away. Did I and cry or when you read it too? You, you got a little, yeah, a little little misty. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. And so it's like, I just, I posted it and I put my phone away and I was like, you're not going to delete it. Yeah. You're not going to look at what anyone says. And I just left it for the rest of that day. And then I looked the next day and it's like, you know, like you just gotta, you have to do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. Yeah. And, and I think it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad we went into that one too. Yeah. So then, because I think the big thing there is that, that doesn't mean that then, man, now that that's out there, I will never have a bad day again. No, but, not but, at all. Right? But, but now, it makes but, it easier because now it's out there. And yeah. so, and then I felt like, yeah, so with a lot of my friends say, you know, they wanted to do something. I didn't have to try to make up an excuse. Yeah, I could exactly. just say, you know what? Like, honestly, yep. I'm feeling kind of down. I'm not, you know, and Mental it was just, day. yeah. Yeah. Or, and then sometimes I'd say that and they'd be like, that's totally fine. You should just come anyways. And like, we get it. You know, uh-huh. just don't feel like you need to do anything. Don't, you know. And it's like. So I feel like it was just good on both ends yeah. and it just helped. That and, and I think up at college, I mean, it's so, you know, obviously your mom and I were so, we can't wait for her to get to college. It's going to yeah. be so good. And that whole way up, I mean, I thought it was so fun. We drove out there with you and there, and I really felt like it was a lot of fun, but there was still that maybe things don't go well. In the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, you know, yeah. right. And honestly, I kind of just assumed, I was like, this is going to suck. I'm going to hate it. I'll be home right. soon. Yeah. Right. 
I, that was kind and of then, right. And the truth yeah. is, I mean, so you know, for parents listening, I mean, um, there was that reality of, hey, I, I'm going to do whatever I can to get you in the position. Mm-hmm. But it was like, but I was prepared if you were going to just kind of yeah, say, hey, like, actually, okay, whatever. Right? Yeah. We, and you and I even talked about it yeah. almost to the point where I felt like, oh, did I make it too appealing? Yeah. Right? Matthew, we'll be going on runs and go to the gym. If you come back, mm-hmm. it's okay. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <Right? laughs> <Wait. laughs> yeah. you gotta come back. Yeah. 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 But no. And it like, I don't know. But and it wasn't of, like that at all. So. Well, and part of what I was going there is since you've been up there, I mean, it seems like it's just been amazing to hear how how much you've enjoyed it. But I mean, there has been, there was a little down period, right? Yeah, and I still, I mean, yeah. And that's why I think different now that you're kind of being more open about it, mm-hmm. is it almost like, okay, I know that the down stuff's going to be there. And I know it's going to, but now it's like, okay, no, I, I can, I'm going to hunker down and I'm going to make yeah. it through. And then mm-hmm. do you know that then, it, I, I don't know, what was it like when you've had a, a down since you went up there? Did you feel like, oh, here we go, or just like, all right, settle in, boys, you know, let's give this a few days, and I know we'll be back. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, it's like I kind of just accept it. I'm like, uh-huh. hey, this is how it's going to be. It might be just this day. It might last a couple of days. Like, I yeah. have no idea, um, but I just, you know, I acknowledge what I'm feeling, and I, you know, I, yeah, I just kind of buckle up, and I'm like, hey, yeah. here we go, and then, you know, now that I've, like, opened up about it, it's like I could, there were a couple of friends that I knew I could, you know, just yeah. say, hey, come over, like, do this or if I wanted space then I could you know what I mean like yeah. I just I don't know there were just ways to deal with it and I would just count on the fact that like I knew it would get better okay and so then I would just try as hard as it is to like you know do the little to make sure I did my homework okay. or get myself out of my room or okay like just go step outside Good. or like I'd open my window and sit on my roof like just okay. you know what I mean just yeah. like try to do the little tiny things but just kind of at the same time accept that like me down for a little bit no but i like that though so yeah. still that awareness and just even a little bit of movement was good mm-hmm. um do you so maybe you can address if someone's listening and their friends or they have a friend that struggles with depression when they're having one of those down days mm-hmm. what 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 helps I me mean, you know because i think everybody just wants to say hey it's okay like, don't worry about yeah. it or just come on with us or what what does help i mean first of all just the whole don't you're not going to fix them you can't fix them okay. don't try to fix them because yeah. that's it's not like you haven't thought of, oh, wait, yeah. I went outside for a walk. Yeah, I, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Just first of all, yeah. Don't go into it being like, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to make you happy. I'm, you know, because yeah. that's just not. Whether you want realistic. to or not. That's, we're not going yeah, to, yeah. that's not how it works. And so I think, I think the, I mean, one thing is just saying like, like I am here for you. And it's more like, let me know if you need anything. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when I'm feeling down, I do want space and I just kind of, you know, I'm like, this sucks. This is how it's going to be. But I just, you know, yeah. let me, let me process this. Let me get through this. But then other times I'm like, I need someone to be here. I need, you know, and it's yeah. like, um, so just, yeah, that type of thing. And then it's like, it's the little tiny things that help too. Like one of my friends, one day she knew I was feeling down and it's like, she just, she randomly showed up unannounced and she just had some cookies and she was like, I don't know how to make you feel better. She was like, but I know I like food. So here's some food. Like just, you know, it's like not even that, you know, I didn't even really want, I wasn't hungry, like whatever, but it's like just the fact that she went out of her way to do that helps in the moment so much and just shows like, well, this person really does care. And just a reminder that like, it's going to be okay. There are people there, you know, I don't know, just little things like that. Do I like your, uh, reminds of story. Um, San Diego, the Cayamaca 100K. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I do. 
So Wendy and I were going to go, I was running a race, hundred K 62 miles. And these, uh, what the, I would say the jungles of San Diego, it was more of the forests of San Diego. Yeah. I didn't even know they had forests, right? They do. They do. And then, uh, and then you were saying that you wanted to go with us. You were just feeling like, right. It was like, yeah. it was like, I didn't, I, I was I didn't feeling kind of down and yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like to be by myself necessarily. At times when you're feeling Sometimes, that way. And then at that time I was like, I don't feel comfortable. Like I don't want to be by myself. Um, and that was kind of mixed with like more anxiety stuff too. Like I just, I was very just panicky kind of, and I just didn't want to be by myself. Yeah. And, and yeah, so then I was just like, I can it. I go with you guys? So we, like, so we got another ticket. We went yeah. down to San Diego and then not only that, but, uh, when he was, he paced me, what was that? 18 miles? Yeah. The last 18 miles. Yeah. And Mackie said, I'm in. And we ran, me, you, and mom ran eight, the last 18 miles of this race. In the dark. In the dark. Trails. In the trails. How was that? It's seriously like one of the best things that I've ever done. Me too. Like by and, far. Yeah. One of my favorite like memories that I have. Yeah. I wasn't even, I wasn't as well trained, but I didn't care. Yeah, we were just having a fun time. Oh gosh, we were having fun. Like right. it was fun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So I think kind of just going off of that, just like as hard as it is, like you just have to force yourself to like do little things. Like just. Yeah. You know, it was like even just saying, okay, I'm going with you guys. Right. I didn't want to necessarily. I didn't no, want to. We never talked about it, but I, you know, because Wendy and I were, oh, we're going to get away. We're gonna, and I, yeah. And I bet you were, I, I just was so and proud I, of you for how want, hard yeah. that must have been. Because I didn't want to interrupt it. I didn't want to like, you yeah. know, but I was like, I I just knew that I needed to like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't just be home by myself. And yeah. so, yeah, just saying like, okay, I want to go. And then all of a sudden you bought a ticket and then it's like, all right, well now I can't back out of it. Yeah, you know, right. like just, yeah. And so then it's like, I was kind of forced to go, but then it ended up being so helpful and then so fun and that, you know, so it's just, it's so good. That is. Okay. So, uh, it's funny that it's, we cover so, so much good stuff. I want to get yeah. to Mac already. To, uh, thank you. Like I didn't even think about the parts about with friends and about being vulnerable and opening mm-hmm. up in that first post. Cause the main post that I was going to do was the one October 10th world mental health day. And so what kind of led up to this post? So this was October 10th. I mean, we're just talking less than like a month and a half ago or so. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what led up to this post? I didn't like have any plans of doing that. And then I just saw that like it was World Mental Health Day. Okay. Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. And and then I'd like seen a couple people like postings, um, you know, just saying whatever. And I was like, this is an opportunity that I can like say something. And at first I, like I didn't know what. I didn't know if I wanted to actually say anything or just be like, hey, it's World Mental Health Day, like, you know. Yeah. And so I just again I just started like in my notes, just started typing something out. And then I uh, I felt like it was. I love it. Was, it. it was pretty solid. Yeah. So I thought, you know, might as well throw it out there. Okay. Uh, keep your phone. Yeah. I'll record you reading this on the podcast that we're recording, so then I can. I don't know how the social media stuff here. You got to unlock that or open that or whatever. Give me your camera. Give me your right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So all right. I don't even know if this makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But... Look at that right there. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, um, all right, so can you read that post? This was October 10th, World Mental Health Day. Yes. Okay. Okay. About six months ago, my depression and anxiety were at an all-time high, my life at an all-time low. I didn't want to be here anymore, and I was beyond ready to give up, but I didn't. I'm still here, and I'm still fighting. Life is so hard, but it always gets better. I can promise you that. This life is beautiful and worth sticking around for. I am so grateful for every moment and opportunity I've had in this life so far and look forward to so many more. I cherish every laugh and smile and cheer, the good days and the bad. There are so many people I haven't met yet, things I haven't done, seen, heard, or experienced, jokes I haven't heard, places I haven't been, songs I haven't learned on the piano, dogs I haven't pet, sunsets I haven't watched, and so many pictures I haven't taken yet. So today, I'm happy to be alive, and I hope that you are too. 
Be kind always, not only to others, but to yourself too. Check in on your friends often. Tell the people you love that you love them. Spread love and only love. This world needs more light, so do everything you can to be that light. And no matter what you do or what you go through, don't ever, ever, ever give up. I love that. You did. You had a lot of pictures of, of a lot of the things that were I, Yeah, to, I right? just, I had just 10 of my most favorite pictures ever. Like just of my friends and me, a place and event. Just, yeah. So, do you, like I, I preach authenticity, vulnerability. Yes. Right? Um, I noticed there were no pictures of me and mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we're having a moment. <laughs> Oh man, I only had 10. I know, no. You can only post 10. We knew that you were so comfortable with us that we were yes. given. Okay. Right. And if I could have posted 11, oh. you already know you would have been. I would have been, okay. I would have been 11. Just calm down. Exactly. Okay. Um, what I love, and I, I, okay, there's so many good things in here. Yeah. The, the, uh, the dogs, I have a pet. I love dogs. You okay. do, and you have such a fun, you have two fun dogs, don't I you? Do. You call them your kids. They're my kids. Yeah. And they're so much fun. You're around them right now with the break. Um, but a couple of things I thought were pretty, pretty fun here just to cover. Um, you have said songs I haven't learned on the piano. You, this is that part where did you even know all of the work that you were doing in high school when you were feeling down? I mean, you learned, you learned how to draw and draw yeah. well. You learned how to play the ukulele. You learned how to play the piano. Um, you, you learned how to play the guitar. You learned to sing. You learned all of these things. What, what was that about? What was going on with that? I didn't even really, yeah, like I didn't realize I know, how right? important that was. Yeah. But um, there would just be times where like, I just, I felt so just like hopeless. So like, I just didn't want to do anything. I had nothing to do. And so it's like, I would just, you know, pull out a piece of paper and I'd start sketching something. And sometimes I'd only sketch for a couple minutes and then I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I'd stop. But it's like, I just, you know, just little things like that. Um, and then I had like art classes in school. So I'd be like drawing there and, it just became kind of a distraction. Uh So I wasn't even like necessarily trying to learn or get better at things like that. It was just like, it just took my mind off of everything else. So it was like something I could focus on. So yeah. So I would just like start drawing. I was not good at first. And it's It's, like, now I'm really good. No, you are. That's the humble part of you. But it was crazy though, how much better you got at that. Mm -hmm. I still put on the notes, by the way, I put your makeup game strong, right? (laughs) Like you got anything. You just were like, okay, I'm going to learn about whatever. Baking for a while, I swear, every Sunday oh, yeah. you made something. Yes. Maybe more than every Sunday. All every, the time. Yeah, every few days. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I mean, the piano, the ukulele, the guitar, like, I taught myself. Because there was just, like, I was just looking for anything. Like, any little thing of hope or something I could enjoy or, you know, because I just, I, there were times where I was so down that it's, like, I just needed one little thing that was, like, I like this or I'm good at this. Yeah. Or, than even running like I yeah. got super into running for a long time yeah, yeah, and that's the part sometimes I look back uh, you know some I know that to say what was like for therapists and dad but in our area here mm-hmm. did you ever get tired of because that would be those the runs for the school and it's like I mean you know was that annoying I don't think it was I think maybe my siblings <laughs> might think it was but yeah. like for me that was like you know I would say running is like my thing I, yeah you know like yeah. I enjoy it and so for me that was like oh cool like we're doing this you know, know. and so I dug it. I liked it, but Mackie had. Uh, I mean, you you were really your your middle school years. Like you you. I remember. I still remember you won a five k outright. Was that like eighth grade or something? Yeah. Meeting guys and everything after the after my twenty four hour run, right? Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then we would do a lot of family five ks mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Did really well in those. That was fun. I mean, that was your thing. You enjoyed it was, that, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, freshman sophomore year, really good. And then you started getting a little my bit. My knees started to yeah, a little, little injuries, right? Which is kind of frustrating. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that was your thing. It was my thing. Um, I used to love, do you remember when we would go out of town for whatever, whatever reason, and we would just, you and I, I remember Sydney, maybe even Alex or Jake at times, we would just go runningly explore like mm-hmm. an area or town or whatever. Yeah. Or, I remember one time we tried to catch a bunny. Totally. That's what I was thinking that's too, like yeah, in Tahoe, like, yeah. South Lake Tahoe. Right? I used to, that's the one I'd go straight to. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, that was so fun. And then, you know, we'd run on the beach anytime we were yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Trading starfish, all that yeah. stuff. Sea corn, all that. Yes. That's all good stuff. <laughs> right? That was fun. That was. Uh, tell me, um, piano lessons. You didn't want to take them. That's my biggest, sometimes yeah. regret. It's like, but Alex learned to play. You learned to play. I mean. Yeah, what, and that? Yeah. I don't know, because I like. Are you going to make your kids take piano lessons? There's a million other question to make. I don't know. Because I hated piano lessons. Right. I didn't take them for a long time. Right. Um, I just hated them. And so it's like. It's not like I could really play the piano. I understood the basics of it, but I couldn't really play it because I just hated it. I wouldn't practice. And then, I don't remember what, but finally got mom to let me not take them anymore. And then it's like I didn't play for years, completely forgot. And then it's like I took some little beginner piano class in high school. Uh Didn't Again, didn't really learn anything, but then it got me thinking like, oh, I kind of like this. Like, it'd be kind of cool if I could just, you know, sit down and bust out something awesome on a piano. Yeah. then, you know, when I was feeling down or whatever, I was like, all right, maybe I'll try to, like, pick that up. And then I just remember taking, like, we had all those super beginner books, like piano books and stuff. And I would just, like... Do you want to know this? Do you know the story behind those? No. So I always wanted to play the piano. I never took piano lessons. And then I don't know if you remember, um, there was a lady that would come over, uh, Sandra Montgomery, to teach me lessons. And I would never practice. And she would be like, I'll keep, I'll stay with you. And finally, I felt so bad for wasting her time. So then I was like, I'll buy these books and I'll teach mm-hmm. myself. And I never did that either. And then I felt like I almost obsessively collected beginner piano material for when I learned. Me, well, exactly. Which makes me so happy. Cause, yeah. Cause then I, yeah. Cause I remember finding them in the garage and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And so it's like, I just kind of worked on that. And I just, you know, I got to a point where I was playing the piano every single day mm-hmm. and I got to the point where I could like, you know, I can sight read now. I can read pretty much Crazy. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But I don't know, because I the kid question, I don't know if I'd want my kids to just because I didn't get anything out of it when I hated it. That, and that, so at its core, I mean, that yeah. is like a parenting issue, uh, a, a you know, building uh, trust with your kid. I feel like it all, honestly, I'm overselling this now, but it, I feel like it all boils down to the way the piano thing works. Because it's like, I never yeah. have met someone who, when they're an adult, regrets that they took piano. But I have talked to plenty of people on my couch that say, with that said... I don't feel like my parents, you know, gave me any choice and, and maybe there's even a little resentment there or yeah. so what a fine line to. Yes. I mean, that's a whole nother thing, but I feel like I would, I would gladly play the piano with my kids. Yeah. Maybe yeah. teach them some oh, stuff, but not go. be like, Hey, you have to go do this. Yeah. You know? So if you're playing around the home, the thought is that my love of piano yeah. will run Kind of just them. project that rather than, Hey, you have to do so this. So I will live it. Not just say you need yeah. to do this. I, I mean, I don't know if that you know, yeah. then, then we'll find, you know, whatever kids are like, right. oh, I do want to do that. Yeah. I do like the musical, st- you know, yeah. kind of opens that up. Yeah. That could totally change. I don't know, I'm 18. But That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Exactly. Uh, the only thing we didn't on the notes, uh, last was it last year at this time we ran the half marathon in Davis? Yeah. Last year? So, yeah. So. Yeah. You were seeing right? And it poured rain the whole time? Yes. But it was a blast. It was. We met our goals. We did all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too, right? Um, Mackie. Thanks for coming on today. Yes, of course. We covered way more ground than I thought. I know. Right? It was yeah. really cool, though, because I, like, I feel like you really did a nice job of expressing um, 
just that whole what it's like to open up about something that can feel scary or be, I hope it made sense. I oh, it totally like I did. Kept getting ahead of myself. No, you didn't. No, it made a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think that you know, so parents who are listening to this, um, let your teenage daughter hear or your teenage son hear, because here's here's a a beautiful woman, young woman beside me that was like worried about opening up about it and then and opening up on social media, open up to your friends. And, uh, and again, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be tough times ahead, but, uh, make it easier for yourself. To yeah. Open up about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So can you help me get mom on the podcast next? I was trying my best. I, I literally <laughs> invited her today to just come watch us. She should have. I know she said she had stuff going on. And I was going to try to rope her in then. I'll talk to her. Okay. I'll have to edit this part out. So when she hears that, then <laughs> she, she won't. No yeah, exactly. All right. Mackie, thanks for coming on the virtual yeah. couch. Uh, we'll have you back. Yeah. In like a month probably. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah possibly, exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I feel like there's other things I should say to wrap it up that would be much more clever. But uh, yeah, that's pretty solid. Okay. So we'll meet again, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>